At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number three, primetime action. Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Wes Reynolds on the desk with us here today. We are, we gave it a 619. I think we mm-hmm. might, I think, you know, I think that's about fair. Mm-hmm. Six o'clock right now. Looks like they're doing the intros and whatever else is going to be going on. So we'll see. Mike Hopefully. Breen back on the call tonight. Bang. So that's, that's that that makes for a better broadcast already. It definitely does. If you get to listen, which we don't in here, no. but if you get to <laughs> Not listen, like we would know, right? Yeah, but if you get to listen, yes, a big upgrade for you, no doubt about it. Kelly, let's uh, let's run through all the action that is going on out there in uh, Major League Baseball. Yeah, don't worry. You'll get to catch the whole second uh, second half of the game because, you know, they start these at 9 o'clock Eastern time on, uh, <laughs> for some reason. Uh, Nationals and Marlins, guess what? Still scoreless. That game in the bottom of the seventh inning now. If you wanted to get in live, you'd get minus 195 on the Marlins, plus 155 on the Nationals. A whopping live total of 2.5 juiced to the under. Mariners with a 5-3 to three lead over the Astros. That came in the bottom of the seventh inning. Mariners minus 350 live. Astros plus 250, 10.5 your live total. Rays up on the Cardinals 5-1 to one in the top of the sixth inning. Rays minus 825 live. Cardinals plus 500, 9.5 your live total. Braves lead the A's 5-2. to two. That game in the top of the sixth inning. Live numbers currently down, and now they're back up. Braves minus 1050. A's plus 600, 10.5 your total. Juiced to the over. Guardians lead the Rangers 4 to nothing. That game is in, in a rain delay, actually, now, I guess. So rain delay action there. No live numbers currently up. Twins up on the Yankees 2 to nothing. Uh, top of the fifth inning. Twins minus 145 live. Yankees plus 115, 7.5 your live total. Dodgers with a 3 to nothing lead over the White Sox, top of the fourth. No live numbers currently posted. Phillies with a 4 to nothing lead over the Brewers, bottom of the third. Scott Seidenberg happy with that one. Phillies minus 950 as, live. As am I. And by the way, a two-run homer from Las Vegas' own Bryson Stott. Ah. Uh, the pride and joy of Desert Oasis High School, which is really just about five minutes from where we are at the South Point over there in Southern Highlands. So 4 nothing Phils. Oh, okay, there you go. Brewers plus 550 live. Nine and a half your live total. Diamondbacks and Reds scoreless. That game in the top of the third. Uh, live number, Reds minus 145, Diamondbacks plus 110, six and a half, 
is the total. And uh, we don't know when this game will exactly tip off, but some last-minute uh, updates on spread, money line, and total. Boston, 3.5 over at DraftKings, 3.5-point uh, favorite. Minus 105, the juice on that. Money line at minus 155. It's plus 135 on the Warriors. 214 and a half is where the total is. Oh, a full point move Mm -hmm. since we've been on air here. So a full point on the total. As we know, a lot of people would rather root for offense than not. So we find ourselves in in these types of situations. Yeah, yeah, not a surprise. And Mm -hmm. look, uh, the, the money got bet to the over, too as well in game number two, and uh, you were already paying that tax. Of course, it, it was reduced. They basically split the baby here with game three between game one and game two. Uh, lean to the under. I did not bet it, though. And again, just before we get tipped off here, um, Kelly, review everything you're on this evening. We'll talk about what Wes is on as well so that people, if they do, again, you got about, I mean, we're, we're time. 10 minutes or so, so might have 10 minutes just to still get in some bets. Yeah, got, got time. Celtics, uh, I laid three uh, there on the opener, and then I laid one and a half in the first half, laying minus 115 on that. Um, look, I don't really expect this Golden State Warriors third quarter to success to continue like it has the first two, uh, two games. But I think it's a smart move to add a first-half play if you're going to play the Celtics tonight as well. Uh, Derek White over 11 points and then a longer shot on Steph Curry to score 40-plus at 10-1. to 1. Yeah, I went uh, money line. I did mm. follow Kelly, but I just laid money line. It was $1.50, actually, mm. where I got it both first half and full game. So probably been a little bit of an adjustment from where I bet it earlier today. And then, of course, we talked about the Clay Thompson uh, under prop at 25.5 minus $1.25, basically at the big out there. The two baseball plays in progress, bottom of the seventh, Mariners by three over the Astros. So that's looking good. Phillies just put up a four spot in the third. Uh, Bryson Stott, a two-run shot, and I believe Reese Hoskins another two run shot so at least a good start so uh you know go ahead and call it i can't get the winner videos now they don't give you winner <laughs> videos for uh when it's on the air but no one's the wiser don't, don't worry i'll text them to you later no on no one's now. no one's the wiser when we get off the air there is one three now hanging in town matt if you uh if you can be enticed billy hill hanging three on this nba game okay mm-hmm. That is actually that is enticing. Couple, couple of faraway places as well, and our our friend uh, Tony Miller down at the Golden Nugget in downtown Las Vegas also hanging at three. I have to. Um, we have to do something about that. Well, Wes, let's talk about the Canadian Open <laughs> here, the RBC Canadian <laughs> Open. Um, it's back after uh, what two year hiatus there for the COVID, all the stuff that was going on. With that, um, why don't you let everybody know just kind of the the nuts and bolts of this tournament and what we're looking at from a from a course perspective and things. Yeah, like that. from a historical perspective, about I think the third longest running tournament on the PGA Tour, a National Open, the Canadian Open. So this has been going on since about, uh, I believe, 1904, I think, if memory serves me correctly, is the first. They are playing at St. George, which is kind of in the west end of Toronto, Mm -hmm. just outside city limits. Par 70, a little over 7,000 yards and change. So they usually, for the most part, will play this Canadian Open uh, at Glen Abbey, which is in in, uh, Oakville, Ontario, I believe. So uh, they've been playing that for many years, but they're in St. George. This is the first time they've been there since 2010. I think uh, Carl Pedersen was your winner, and he was uh, minus 14. So 
I'm guessing you're probably going to expect the same score, even though this has had a little bit of a remodel. Tom Dokin and Andrew back in 2014, and basically the main remodel was changing all the greens to bent grass. It's a tree-lined Parkland's design, so trying to at least get somewhat of a facsimile of U.S. Open conditions, especially with the rough. Uh, rough, I believe, has been grown out to about close to uh, three or four inches, really, this week, and it's a combination in terms of the rough. You get a little fescue in there, you get a little rye, you get a little blue grass. Uh, greens are fairly small too at just 4,000 feet. Third smallest of any course on the PGA Tour this season. Going to run a little faster in the 11 they ran on the stint meter back in the summer of 2010. So you got to think probably 12, 12 and a half at least. This is very well bunkered. 91 bunkers, second most of any course on the PGA Tour schedule this year. So you're probably you're going to have to scramble, I think, pretty well. You're going to have to be very good around the green. So when we get into our stat categories, mm -hmm. two of what I looked at around the green and also scrambling gained. When you were kind of looking, is there any course that you thought maybe what fit the profile of this whenever you were trying to do any sort of comparisons? You know, there wasn't like one that really jumped out, but there mm -hmm. were a couple that I used. Uh, Wailai, just because it's a shorter par 70. Obviously, that's in Hawaii. This is a tree-lined course in Canada. But Wailai, a little bit of TPC River Highlands, a little bit of TPC Potomac, which we saw for the Wells Fargo uh, just a couple weeks ago. little Innisbrook and Silver Rock. So it wasn't like a direct design because there's not like that designer link where you get like a Pete Dye course and they're pretty similar with the, you know, the way that they're set up and the runoffs. Same with like Donald Ross where you get those crown greens and you get those runoffs off the back. So not one really stood out, but those are the ones I came up with. All right, so let's uh, let's start talking about the the odds board here and what we're looking at as far as as this goes, I mean, listen, it's back to a full field here, so we do have 156 runners in this thing, but that being said, very, very top-heavy when it comes to the odds. Scotty Scheffler, 7-1. to one. Justin Thomas, 7-1. to one. Rory McIlroy, 8-1. to one. Cam Smith, 10-1. to one. So four different golfers shorter than 10-1 to one in this thing. Um, then you get to Shane Lowry, Sam Burns, Matt Fitzpatrick, all coming in at 16 Terrell Hatton at 20, Corey Connors 22, Harold Varner 22, uh, Tony Finau at 30, Adam Hadwin then jumps to 45. We get longer from there. Uh, let's start at the top of the board here, fellas. And this is kind of one of those things, Wes, I think we've, you know, we say it fairly often, but we should probably continue to say it, which is if you bet golf long enough and if you bet it every week like we do, if you're playing too many seven to ones and eight to ones, you're going to get broke pretty quick. Right. And, and when you really look at this field, at the top end, it's actually very strong, but where the field is really weak is in the middle, yeah. and you can see it when we get down the board. Uh, you know, when you have, uh, I believe, five of the top ten in the OWGR playing this week, the Schefflers mm -hmm. and the Thomases and those guys. Look, and we always talk about it. You can make cases that those guys can win every single week. Mm -hmm. There's basically five to ten players that you can say, hey, they can win every single week on the PGA Tour. It doesn't matter if they venue. It doesn't matter where in the part of the country it is. It doesn't matter anything it's just they're the elite players and that's why they're priced accordingly but yeah the, especially the week before a major it is tough to really bet single digit or even low teens to one to go ahead and win this thing 
Kelly, I we mean, are, if we, we have g- tipped off here in Boston. Oh, we are. Sorry. Oh, yeah. sorry. Way you would have went way yeah, under, way man. Under. They didn't mess around tonight. It is three to two. You'll see uh, uh, we've got Tatum head into the line, but once again, for about the fourth game in a row, grabbing at that right yes. shoulder right away. So something to keep an eye on. He played through that. He, he did it right right away in the last game, played through it. Uh, you know, ended up looking fine, I guess. Uh, putting up, uh, what, 28 points last game? So Misses we'll see, but something to throw. keep an eye on. Does miss the first free throw. Yep. So something we'll, we'll definitely monitor yeah, here. He's, he's shaking it out a little bit, too. He is feeling it. He was doing that for multiple minutes that last game. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. I, I, I think it's interesting with what you guys talk about. This was the... It's- At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. As far as breaking down the course and the odds board, maybe the most interesting challenge of the season so far. Because, Matt, like I think those short odds guys, like I would be if it wasn't a week before the um, before a major, I maybe would consider it. Mm-hmm. Because, like Wes was talking about, kind of that middle of the pack is so weak mm-hmm. th- this week that, like, I, I, I kept going back to like, man, maybe this is worth it. I'm just not gonna lay. I'm not gonna bet that kind of price the, a week before the, a major. The real deep long shots are bad too. Because look, yeah. you've had a lot of withdrawals. I think so. John Houston is in the field for God's sakes this week at 61 years old. We'll take a look. We'll take a look at our betting card what we were looking for in golfers, and we'll talk about that middle if there was anything we were able to find and get some bets in. It is primetime action here on Wednesday. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Primetime action here on VSIN, Matt. Kelly and Wes, we are underway and an early 14 to 7 lead for Boston over Golden State here. About eight minutes left in the first quarter. Kelly, I'm sure you've been looking at the at the box score here. Are we getting are we getting anything that looks like we should be maybe trying to keep an eye on it for live purposes. Well, Steph, uh, you got Clay Thompson over two from the field already, right. so you got to like that. Jalen Brown's got six points already. Uh, but let's see, you've got, I mean, this is classic opening half of the first quarter, Boston shooting very well, Golden State not shooting well at all, That hence your 14-7 to seven lead. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they are one of six. Three of ten from the field overall, one of six from downtown is Golden State. Clay certainly being aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> I don't he know if that's a like good where thing. He was going that there, was like, but... yeah, I don't think he know exactly what he was doing, but yeah, he's. And that's going to be a charge, I think, on should Wiggins. be better be. Yeah, it is. There we go. They seem happy in the garden, so I believe that that is going to be the case. Yeah, early on, uh, 
two of two from the floor for Brown, one of three for Smart, one of two for Tatum, and Horford hits his first three of the game. He has three points for them. Clay Thompson, 0 of three, 0 of two from downtown in this one. Chess pieces have already begun, though, because Boston very quickly brought in Derek White, went small. See Al Horford on the court right now. Really, they're only big out there. Mm-hmm. So try, trying to force Golden State to go small, which is something we talked about before this series, uh, that we thought the small, or at least I did, thought the small ball could actually benefit uh, the Boston side a little bit more. So we got now, now Golden State's adjusted. Was that Gary Payton out there now for them? So we'll see how this goes. Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be an interesting. This is going to be an interesting chess match, like you said, because there was a lot that Boston did poorly in in game two that I don't know that there was a lot of blueprint for for Steve Kerr to go back and, and really dissect, right? You right. know, like, like like get much of a game plan because they did everything so terribly that it's like I don't really know what you uh what you get from that. So it'll, we'll uh we'll monitor that. But let's I, let's get to our player pool here and um and try to figure out how we started to to break things down. Wes, I'll start with you. What were the what were the stats you were looking for? And if somebody is is starting to make a betting card tonight, what's what stats do you think are important? Yeah, and this was a kind of a harder week than most, mm-hmm. I think, to look at stats because obviously this course has not been played since yeah. 2010. And look, strokes gain kind of came in the mix, what, 2015, 2016 on the PGA Tour and with all the shot link data and whatnot. So look, stop me if you heard this before, strokes gain approach, I think, you know. <laughs> That's always a good boilerplate statistic because irons always matter. So the usual suspects that have been to the top last 36 rounds, I didn't bet any of these guys, but Cam Smith, Scotty Scheffler, mm-hmm. Shane Lowry, Justin Thomas, also in the mix for there. I did look off the tee a little bit, and, and this isn't going to be like distance because strokes gained off the tee can sometimes be maybe a little bit biased toward distance. So that's why you see Rory, Keith Mitchell, mm-hmm. Luke List, Cam Champ, Corey Connors, that's the top five in the category this week. But tight fairways, you got a lot of hilly terrain here, so you got to get that proper combo of length and accuracy. So I looked at good drives gained as well. You could also look at fairways gained, kind of a little bit of a overlap there. And then I kind of went a little more specific. Uh, seven of the ten par fours here at St. George are going to measure between 450 and 500 yards. So I looked at strokes gained par four, 450 to 500 yards last 36 rounds. Also did the same with par three. Three of the uh, four par threes are over 200 yards. So strokes gain par three, 200 to 225 if you really wanted to get more specific. But this is probably a good week to be general. And then I mentioned earlier in the first segment of this hour, Scrambling, I think, is going to be very crucial this week because these are firm, narrow, often elevated bent grass greens. They undulate. So you got a lot of steeply sloped and runoff areas, uh, plus the bunkers, uh, well surrounded, 91 bunkers overall on this course. So they're sometimes below, too, where you're hitting an uphill shot into these elevated greens. So getting up and down can be pretty difficult, and uh, that's why I looked at scrambling a lot this week. And the guys that are at the top of the list there, Matt Fitzpatrick, Shane Lowry, Justin Thomas up there. Uh, was going to say Patrick Reed, but now he has withdrawn uh, for uh, another tour, which we will get to later on in the program. Kelly, what did you what did you throw in the model? Yeah, I, I think a lot of what Wes just talked about, I mean, again, interesting that you're at a par 70, right, but you've got four par three. 
threes and three par fives mm-hmm. out there. So definitely, you know, a little bit different than what we're kind of normally at normally looking at week to week. But yeah, like Wes said, I went stroke straight off the tee and and I mixed in fairways gain. Didn't even want to go good drives because I didn't want I wanted fairways without how these guys are talking about the rough out there and how long it's looking. So uh, went went pretty big there, pretty bit heavy on stroke gain approach as we always do, especially with these, especially with these courses, Wes, like you brought up that we haven't seen in a while mm-hmm. or we don't see often. I think it's even I think it's even more important to uh, to lean on that stroke gain around the green, stroke gain scrambling, just like Wes brought up. I think it's going to be really important this week, and then and then kind of one that I don't typically do, but stroke gain par five just overall because you yes. got three of them, you need to be able to score strokes. Uh, the par fours, four hundred fifty to five hundred yards, like you laid out, Wes. A vast majority of the par fours in that territory, and then even the par threes at two hundred to two hundred twenty-five yards. I, I factored in there, so um, yeah, that was that's what I put in the model this week. And um, man, as far as the top of the board for me, yes, a lot of those shorter shot guys, you know, Scheffler, you're seeing Scheffler, Rory up there, but man, Matt Fitzpatrick was, uh, I mean, tops and second in my mm-hmm. last twelve model, tops in my last twenty-four mm-hmm. model, tops in my last thirty-six model. Corey Connors, who I was not expecting really to see up there at all, I kind of was surprised when I went back and looked at looked at actually him playing better recently. He he was second in my last twenty four and thirty six model. Chris Kirk up there again. Tony Finau making appearances. So we get to my plays. Yeah, I I, I went. Uh, just went with my plays here. Outrights very small on the outrights this week. Just because you don't, I don't like, I don't like any of these prices really on the outright market right. this week. Unless you're going real deep, and I just don't trust those guys. So Fitzpatrick eighteen to one, pretty normal sized, I would say outright bet for me there. Smaller outrights on Corey Connors and Tony Finau because uh, you know they just don't really win that often. So, uh, but still but played uh, those guys in the top twenty market. Shane Lowry pretty heavy. He's uh, he's been getting it done week in and week out. You know in this top twenty area at least. Matt Fitzpatrick a heavy bet there on the top 20 and then bets on Corey Connors, Tony Finau Chris Kirk all in those markets matchups Rory over Cameron Smith, Fitzpatrick over Cameron Smith. I think if we're worried about any accuracy off the tee this week Cameron Smith going wayward off the tee could uh, could get interesting and then uh, Chris Kirk over Harold Varner the third. See a lot of Harold Varner that love this week. I, di- I didn't really understand that. Yeah, I, d- I didn't get it either. Yeah. And I'm with you. I didn't use it as a matchup, but I'm with you on the fate of Cameron Smith because if you saw, he was all over the place at Memorial. If you look the first two rounds, he was a chipping machine, and, and he's arguably the best out there in terms of around the green and scrambling pretty much on a week-to-week basis, plus uh, very good with the putter. But he was all over the place last week. That is a big concern, I think, going it's- forward. It's a scary fade on a course oh, where he is. can go less than driver. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, is. And right. that's the thing is like he can go less than driver on so many holes. Yeah. And that's what kind of that I, I, I didn't I didn't go that direction um, with all this. So I, I have a smaller card this week. And when I do that, I tend to mess around with how I build a model to see if I can figure I'm trying to zig where other people are zagging. And weirdly enough. Even though I did that, we ended up, we all kind of ended up on the same yeah, stuff, really did, yeah. right? Because I like put in 25% on good drives, like, and then I just split 15% down the middle with approach, uh, par five, opportunities gained, uh, par four, 450, 500, and then just around the green. And that's, so that's literally, I did 25% on good drives and just 15% 
across the board on the rest of those things. And somehow we all ended up on the same guys. So like, yeah, even we, though, yeah, even though like, I built a different model than both of you guys built and, and completely different. And maybe some of that with Fitzpatrick, because I think we all landed on him. Keep in mind, he was actually second. I was looking at the uh, T degree yeah. stats last week. Billy Horschel was number one. Didn't really win in any individual category, but gained everywhere on the course last week. Also was really good GIR and scrambling. Number two through the first two rounds would have been Matt Fitzpatrick, yeah. but unfortunately he only played two rounds because he missed the cut. Lost more than seven strokes putting. That it is, is worse so his uncharacteristic. Whole yeah, worst, worst, worst of his whole, worst turn of his his career with the flat stick, and so you know, I just let that go. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, just, I mean, too. sometimes it is an aberration. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just. We're talking smaller greens, right? So if he's on there, if he's on there with his irons, on it with around the green play, you should expect shorter putts from him. Hopefully, a lot that of people love him next week too, because of course he did win the U.S. Amateur at Brookline in uh, in 2013. So maybe it's a little bit of a narrative street play too, because it's almost like, okay, we're all kind of looking at him next week, and he ends up on a lot of people's cards, and then wouldn't you know it, he wins the week before. I'll tell you, even the guys that you guys you guys have on your bets that I laid off of Matt, like they were spiking, right? Like. Keith Mitchell, I'm probably going to add a fun outright to him tonight, mm-hmm. seeing that you guys both played him, because he was spiking in my models. And if you could ever get Crunchy Pete on the bag in the mix in a tournament, yeah. it's important. I, I just have four outrights, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, Chris Kirk, Keith Mitchell, Aaron Rye, and then I just have three top 20s this week. And uh, Shane Lowry, Corey Connors, and Adam Hadwin, I might, I might add a couple a, lo- a little little longer shot guys this evening just to uh, just have a, another couple in there. But again, this is a smallish card for me, and all of these guys really did kind of pop with all that. I'll give the full rundown of kind of how the model all, all fell, and then we'll do our golf draft and our one and done as well. 24 to 9 in favor of the Celtics with four minutes left in the first quarter. Make that 24 to 11. More golf here on the other side. Primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The third major of the golf season is here, and you can get in on the action with the Doers Major Championship Challenge. Draft in two free fantasy golf contests, one classic and one round four showdown, and compete for your share of $10,000 in total prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Doers now to play for free. Real quick, just to kind of run down through how the model did shape up, just in case you do want to play some of these short shots, I can tell you this, the 50 round came with three of the shortest of shots in McElroy first, Scheffler second, Justin Thomas fourth, and then Sam Burns fifth, Cam Smith sixth. So it came out very, very, very um, chalky when it came out on, on the 50 round. But here's where things got interesting, why I have the outright. Ninth overall in the 50 round model of the factors that I put in, guys, was Aaron Rye. Mm-hmm. And ninth and ninth in that, and, and you're getting you know triple digits on him to win this thing. So uh, really had to put in a bet on him because I'm not going to argue with the model that much. Scheffler, Rory, Chris Kirk in the 36th round, which is why I have a bet on Chris Kirk in this one. Of course, Justin Thomas, Shane Lowry, uh, all those guys uh, showing up at the top of that one as well in the 24 round. Rory, Scheffler, Lowry, Kirk again showing up fifth overall in that one. Fitzpatrick sixth overall. In that one, Justin Thomas, Sam Burns, 
of course, also in the top 10 there as well. And then the 12-round McElroy, Scheffler, uh, Cam Smith, Matt Fitzpatrick, Justin Thomas, Shane Lowry. So it's all the, all the same guys. Kirk did come in at 11th in that one. Sam Burns at 12th. So Burn, uh, So the same names yeah. were in the top 12 of basically every single version that I ran. So they have long-term success. They have short-term good form here. So I get why all these guys are super short. It's just, you know, I just can't play 7-1 guys. You know, I just, I just can't. Can't do it. at least in a tournament like this yeah, where the week I don't exactly know. Like, I don't exactly yeah. know what everyone's motivation is here. Maybe someone's trying something a little bit new as he heads into the major. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I don't know, and so that's that's why I couldn't. get I like it. you. Also got the speculation, Wes. I'm sure you heard this past couple of days of you know the Royal Bank of Canada RBC mm-hmm. dropping all these guys who left for for the Live Golf Tour. Yes. So there's been some speculation out there. You're seeing some of these bigger names playing this week because they're looking for that big money sponsorship. Pick no, up. absolutely. And you did mention that uh, Dustin Johnson, Graham McDowell, brand ambassadors, long time, by the way, for the RBC. And I actually looked this up in terms of like who's on the PGA Tour board, like the player board of directors. Mm-hmm. Graham McDowell is on the advisory board for the PGA Tour. And let, yet he is uh, over in London this week for live. Wes, we never got to your plays here. Yeah, Matt Fitzpatrick, and uh, we talked about him earlier. The price I didn't love, but in terms of, you know, how he matched up, I think this this would just seem like the week where he'd get his maiden win on the PGA Tour when everybody expects, hey, this guy's going to be a U.S. Open contender. We saw him, obviously, right there in the thick of it at the PGA at Southern Hill. So, Matt Fitzpatrick, 18-1. to 1. I did go back. I hadn't bet him in a while, but Tony Finau, 30-1, to 1, second in Mexico, fourth at Colonial, two of his last four starts, was first tee to green in Mexico. Mexico, 10th tee degree at Colonial. Terrell Hatton, 30 to 1, hasn't contended since uh, Bay Hill, I believe, in early March, but hasn't missed a cut this year. And if you really like to look at short game stats, he is number one in the field for strokes gain short game. That's putting plus around the green and strokes gain putting for both the 24 round models, the 36 rounds. So Terrell Hatton, 30 to 1. Killer Keith Mitchell, uh, who you also have 50 to 1. Look, usually does his damage off the tees. A really good driver of the golf ball and especially long hitter. But he's shown well that he can go on these little tight mm-hmm. par 70s, shorter par 70s, seventh earlier this year at the Sony out in Wiley was really near the top at the Power 5 score, and I think Smith and McElroy were my top two over 36 rounds, and Mitchell right behind him. Chris Kirker, you mentioned 50-1, to one, very consistent this year, best golf he's played in a few years. Really good tee to green, 14th overall on tour, fifth around the green, and also off the tee in the top 30. So Kirk has been playing, I think, really solid golf, really, if you look over the last several months. Justin Rose, 80 to 1. That was kind of a little bit of a flyer this week. It didn't really match up on the models mm-hmm. or the stats, but top 10 in the field at the PGA for strokes gain approach and GIR. Also, I think you're seeing a few of these European players that are kind of his Ryder Cup contemporaries mm-hmm. now giving up and going over to the Live Golf Tour. Justin Rose is not giving up on that Ryder Cup spot because guess who the captain is? That's his best friend, mm-hmm. Henrik Stenson, for 2023. So he doesn't want to have to rely on a friendship for a spot. That's kind of what Lowry and Patty Harrington are real tight. He's like, I can't rely on my mate to give me a spot here. I got to play well. And Lowry did. I think this is a good spot for his momentum. And then you mentioned Aaron Rye. I'm also on him. 130 to 1. Not a big hitter off the tee, but I don't think it's going to hurt him here at, you know, 7,000 mm-hmm. yards and change. Led the field at the Memorial last week for strokes gain putting and was also sixth in the field for accuracy. I think accuracy going to be a little more important than distance this week. 
So let's talk a little bit about the Live Tour. Um, it's making all the headlines. It's getting all of the buzz here. We only have odds in some states. Some states aren't weren't able to get things up here. Kelly, you went and you were able to find some. You pulled them just from from one of the one of the states. Out. Yeah, it, it, it's it's really complicated. I, I, of this is the Live Live Tour didn't have rules officials in place until like last week <laughs> so the sports books need a, you know yeah. a, you know this is shocking right but like rules set in place and people yeah. to enforce them to actually post they action didn't have any so. graphic designers based on those logos yeah. for the team <laughs> right, yeah, exactly right the uh so yeah only a few jurisdictions really having them up uh, right now i guess i would expect more for the next event but uh yeah we pulled pulled odds from uh, points bet this is in illinois uh for the tournament this week and i, I just a reminder there's Two, way to bet, two ways to bet this. You can bet this individual. You can bet this on the team outcome as well because these are all uh, – all these guys are playing in teams of four, and uh, uh, you can you can read up on the rules of how that works. Remember, it's three rounds. I think through two rounds you can throw out one of your team members' scores and you get an average on the last day three – or you throw out two. On the last round, three of the four have to count. It's pretty complicated. Mm-hmm. Read up on it before you bet any team stuff. Wes, you, uh, did, you did get some bets down, though. Yeah, I, I just played a couple, mm-hmm. just kind of a little bit. Not really short on the board, but uh, I did go with a couple. I went with Bern Wiesberger, who was 20-1. to one, And, uh, you know, Bern basically seven straight cuts he's made on the PGA mm-hmm. and DP World Tour, one last year in Denmark. It kind of under the radar because everybody's looking at DJ and then just seeing Taylor Gooch, who's a decent yeah. young player who won his first PGA Tour event last fall at the RSM, but seeing him like nine to one to win any golf tournament, uh, it's just absurd. Doesn't sit well, yes, it doesn't it's sit absurd. well. And, and, you know, I know some people I respected kind of like Kevin, I, Kevin, I, I guess was kind of the Pied Piper in terms of actually resigning his membership from the mm. PGA tour. He was the first to do so over the weekend, but I went Viesberger. I went Charles Schwartzel, who I got at 30 to one, two top tens, last four starts, eighth at the Nelson 10th at the masters. He might be a guy that's kind of using this tour to reinvigorate his career. Recall he has not won since 2016, had a lot of injuries, mm-hmm. especially with his wrist and his elbow, but might look at this as, hey, I still got some time left. Uh, some of these guys clearly are looking at a retirement plan, but I don't know if Schwartzel is really one of them. And then Brandon Grace, I actually got it 40-1. to 1. Centurion Club, I don't know a ton about it. I didn't really find a lot of research, but it's a little bit of a Lynxian feel, you know, just over 7,100 yards. Brandon Grace, always good with Lynx golf. 2012 won the Dunhill Link, so he's comfortable on these type of courses. Uh, he actually has a win in each of the last two calendar years, so he's not all that out of form because you see a lot of these guys, Matt and Kelly, mm-hmm. you know, they come in kind of out of form. None of these guys are really at their peak right. of their game right now. You look, Dustin Johnson had one in a year and a half. Louis Ustase and still trying to get a win on American soil. Probably not <laughs> going to get many opportunities, at least on this tour. Sergio's not at his peak. Neither is Kevin Na, Poulter, Graham McDowell. Al, Martin Keimer, none of these guys really playing great golf right now. Yeah, I, I think if you look at this, and, you know, for me, I understand it's a shorter field. I still, I understand Dustin Johnson is is definitely the best golfer in this field, but at five and, you know, under no five way. and a half to one, there's just there's just no way. I yeah. mean, like there there's just no way you could bet him and think and that. And when that's... you've got a guy that was given uh, reportedly 150 million dollars, what's that sense of urgency yeah. to really grind it out here? You know. Yeah. So there, there's just no way for me. I I, I do like what you were kind of talking about uh, on break where. It's like pick a few names in the middle. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's good like 
some of these guys in the middle are going to win these tournaments. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's like it's not, it's not just a, a default that it's going to be you know Louis or Dustin or, or Taylor Gooch every time. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And study up on your teams because I think the other the other mm-hmm. thing where we do have some odds for them. I, I can't. I, I don't know exactly who the captains are, but the if you're doing any of the team betting, how it's going to work each week is you have a set captain, which is one of the bigger names, and they do a basically a fantasy snake draft. Except Matt. Except if you've all agreed ahead of time to be a team together. So all the South Africans are basically a team, which is not really fair in my opinion, but whatever. You have Louis Oosthuizen, Charles Schwartzel, Brandon Grace all on the same team. I don't even know who the fourth one is. I'm probably missing, Wes. I'm sure you know. But that, so I'm going to guess they're the Majestics at the top because, I mean, you just, that, that's the best collection of quality players. Is one of the. One of the teams named the Fireballs? Yes, yes, man. Yes. And they all have, like, team flags. It looks like you're playing flag football in, like, middle school or something. The uh, the DJ for the draft party was DJ Fat Tony. And every time I think of that, I think of the mobster on The Simpsons that uh, Joe Montana was the voice for. But we'll see how this event goes. I'm not really a supporter of this league, but we'll see how it goes. And one in Boston. Celtics lead at 33-22. to Draft and one and done. Coming up next. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Final segment here on primetime action. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. Kelly, what are we looking at over in the finals? Yeah, we got nine minutes remaining in the first half. Celtics lead this one 42 to 27 as Robert Williams comes up with another block, but Clay Thompson going to the line, it appears. Uh, let's see. Nine and a half is your live spread to 17 and a half your live total. If you look at the box score, it has been Jalen Brown often early for the Boston Celtics. 17 points on six of nine shooting for him. If you bet over his three-point prop, that is already cashed. He is three for four from downtown. Add on mm. five rebounds and three assists to what he's doing so far. Great start for him. Only three points for Jason Tatum on one of three shooting. Uh, so maybe something to keep an eye on with that shoulder. On the Golden State side, uh, Clay Thompson, I think he's hit his last. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare three or four shots Mm. uh he has got 11 points now make it 12 for Golden State. Uh, one rebound, one assist there for him. Steph Curry with seven points. Keep an eye on his foul count, though. He has two personal fouls already. All right, let's do our uh, let's do our one and done real quick. We'll reveal these. Uh, even with Gil being out, he did send his in. He's going with Terrell Hatton. 
I'm going with Chris Kirk. And Kelly's going with Shane Lowry. Send Kelly, in Chris you, said, Kirk. you said close call, right? I sent in Chris Kirk, and then I said, you know what? No, no, I need, I need a guy that can maybe actually win this week. Give me Lowry. So I changed my mind, thank God, because I'm chasing you, so I can't be matching with you anymore. Chris Kirk's going to win, though. So I, <laughs> mm-hmm. Chris I'll Kirk's be happy win. with that yeah. result. Chris Kirk's going to win, and then we'll, uh, then we'll do that. So, um, Oh, is this from last week? This is from last week's draft results. Gil, Gil with the winner. Uh, and then me and you both losers. Yeah, the the Mito T11 on my T10 that was plus 350. So that was fun. Yeah, Cameron Young implosion on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. 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 That one's. That uh, was yeah, great. and 84 for Cameron Young. Yeah. It was like, and and look, I, I keep betting him too because I think he's about you know on the precipice mm-hmm. of getting a win. He's got what three second places, a couple top threes, but that was a big time fade on Sunday. Just look at some of the advanced numbers, the strokes gained, the putting, and then the approach. Very ugly. The the only thing with the, you know like like Kirk Lowry Cameron Young like they've all been playing great recently, but they're playing seemingly every tournament. Yeah. And some it's like, I'm almost glad like that, that Sun J M kind right. of like yeah. what he was doing. You've seen Sun J M part of it was because of that positive COVID test mm-hmm. that they've been over in Korea, but. You're seeing that, you know, Sun JM was one of those guys that played like every single week, like that old VJ Singh type of schedule. Yeah. And now he is taking some time off. Uh, a lot of people, and uh, including myself, might add him for the U.S. Open next week at about 66 to 1. Uh, Dave Tyndall, who has joined us here on VSIN mm. before from Betfair, actually uh, does his great trends piece that he always does before the majors. And he goes back 10 years, and who popped was Sunjay M, ironically enough, because usually it's a short price, like Rory yeah. or it's Justin Thomas or Dustin Johnson or somebody like that. This time it was Sunjay. Interesting. Kelly, who's going first in the draft here? Draft time, it's me, then you, then Wes. Okay. okay. So, so I'm going to steal one from you guys right away. Chris Kirk, top 20 plus 170. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can both cross that one off. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, I'll take Corey Connors' top 20, minus 110. I can cross that one off. Okay, I'll I'll go maybe with the layup here, potential layup on the first one. Matt Fitzpatrick, minus 150 for a top 20. You got to go minus 120 or, oh, or okay. short. okay, then I won't no. do that. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, so, okay, we will go with uh, Tony Finau, plus 110, top 20. I thought I was stealing from you guys. I just got two straight stolen from me. Okay, cool. This is fun already. Uh, how about Corey Connors over Harold Varner the third in a matchup oh at minus one twenty? Wow, that's I have that. <laughs> oh no, that's brutal. Um, Aaron Rye top forty plus one thirty. Okay, uh, Aaron Rye top twenty three to one plus three dollars. All right, Fitzpatrick, top Englishman, plus 225. Hatton, top 20, minus 120. Matchup for the third, Brendan Todd, minus $1.20 over Dylan Fratelli. All right, I'm going to go with uh, one of these three-way, three ways to win props. Scheffler, JT, or Rory to win. At a staggering price of plus 160. All right. Uh, Connors as the top Canadian, plus 225. Justin Rose, top 25 to 2, so plus 250. CT Pan has withdrew, right? 
Didn't I, I believe I believe he did. Okay. There's been a lot of withdrawals, by the way. So if you haven't done your your DraftKings lineups or mm-hmm. any other daily fantasy lineups, make sure you look because they have gone deep into the alternate list this week. Yeah, I'm seeing him posted still in a lot of places for things. Um, okay, let's see. How about uh, Chris Kirk minus 110 over Sebastian Munoz in a matchup? And I will close things out with Sam Burns, top five. Bomb. Plus 330. Or, or sort of bomb because nobody's yes. playing this week. <laughs> I will go with a bomb as well. I usually, you know, like to keep it kind of close to the vest here with these. But for the fifth and final selection of the draft, we're going low Canadian market. But this time we are going to go with Nick Taylor. At oh, seven yeah, to there one. we go. What's he at? Seven to one. Seven to one. Okay. Big time. Is that another bucket for Clay Thompson? Well, that's five, right? We're good. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we can pretty much write that clay prop off. But uh, first half, at least, money line and full game money line looking good so far. Man, seven first half turnovers for the Boston Celtics. All right, uh, Kelly, uh, by the way, cue the guys downstairs because uh, we got to have Wes dancing at the Indiana there State Fair. Oh, yeah, we got a winner? Who won? We do. The Seattle Mariners 6-3 to three final score over the Houston Astros at plus $1.30. All right, there you go. Get that winner. <laughs> I laughed at that every time. I'm sorry. Kids are favorite. All right, 54-36. Jason Tatum puts uh, puts, uh, Celtics up three more here. 6-18 remain in the first half. So, guys, are we to the point now we were talking about if this thing started off incredibly fast, Mm -hmm. we would look at an in-game under perhaps. This thing is up to 227 live. Now they've got 95 points already with only <laughs> six minutes left to go. Oh, wow. My, my only concern is if it gets into blowout territory, do you get those bench players that are starting to, you know, where take a million shots at the end of, of the game defensively? Yeah. Yes. That would be my only concern. So I think I'm going to stay away. I may it? wait till like halftime. Yeah. See where it's at at half. And then the, just, and just, and then just assume the warriors are going to close the gap in the third. Oh, oh, you had to finish that, Jalen Brown. That was highlight reel. Oh, no. I talked about Al Horford. We should have bet that Al Horford, uh, the alternate stuff, because he's up to seven points and going to the line right now. Yeah. It's, 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 It's always either way over or way under. With him, I think he's going to be key tonight because if they're going to go small ball too, and if, if they're going to play Dray- Draymond over on Brown, which which I think they either either they're not doing much of or uh, it's not working very well. Obviously, to start here, we haven't been able to watch the game that closely as we've been going over the golf. Um, but I, they, Horford's going to get his chances. He's going to get a lot of matchups on smaller guys. Draymond, no points, no rebounds, no assists, no steals. He does have a block, but he's <laughs> turned it over as well. So and, and he's, uh, he has had no contribution to this one whatsoever. He has gotten a shouting match with Grant Williams, though, already. So, uh, continue, <laughs> as you said so, off the air, it's about his only game. It's it's only part his, of his game his that But he has some content for the uh, next pod that drops. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's about all he's got left here. If we do look over in Major League Baseball, uh, Rays up 9-3 to three on the Cardinals. Uh, Braves, they were huge favorites in this one against the A's at home. They were winning 13-2. to two. There over the A's, so that uh, minus 225 number on them looking pretty good. 
Guardians and Rangers. It looks like this was in a weather delay. Might be. Yeah, I did see the tar, but I think uh, that was on one of our screens here in the studio. And now they are showing the uh, weather delay programming here on that particular Bally Sports. So four nothing Guardians right now. It is in the fifth inning. Um, looks like the Guardians are going to waste a Shane Bieber start as well because you can't imagine they're going to bring him back out after right. the, this kind of lengthy delay here. He had gone four and a third, uh, six Ks already for him. Yankees down six to one to the Twins in this one. Byron Buxton has a homer for the Twins. That was um, this was the Nestor Cortez start here, yes. and he he uh, he got touched up a little bit by. This uh, by this Twins team, four and a third, seven hits, four earned, uh, two two different home runs hit off of him in this one. So you know, listen, you're not going to have a gym every single time. Right, right, exactly. Uh, Phillies, by the way, five nothing, bottom of the sixth, uh, three home runs already for the Fighting Phils, who uh, just keep winning under new manager Rob Thompson. So we're going to, uh, I'm going to go figure out who's on the torque and who's on the the. High flyers <laughs> and the smash and the punch. These are all real names. These are all real names. They're all real names. That professional golfers, I'm assuming, had a hand in picking. Iron heads? Yeah, iron heads. All right. Someone asked me what would my team name be yesterday. I'm like, I don't know how to answer that with seeing what these guys picked. We'll figure it all out. Nightcaps next. See you guys tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.